April here. Do you want to grow your beauty business to be booked out with a wait list? Well, if so, then you'll want to mark your calendar for an upcoming free workshop called Beauty Business Waitlist. It's a three-day online virtual workshop at no cost to you, where I will walk you through the trust transfer method and give you a roadmap for creating more brand desire and sales so that you'll have an appointment schedule full of premium clients. Check out the podcast show notes for details on how you can get registered at www.aprilmeese.com forward slash client waitlist. Make sure to mark your calendar immediately and I will see you there so that we can finish 2023 strong. Okay, welcome back my friends. So today we have another exciting beauty boss interview and this is a dear friend of mine as you probably seen her on Instagram lives with me before, but I'm excited to bring her to the podcast so she can share her knowledge. And I'm going to read her bio first. Shauna McGrath, CPCP, founder of Beauty Inc. in 2008, way back when. The original award-winning PMU boutique in Vancouver, Canada, to help others feel empowered. And her focus is on clients with disease, disorders, and disabilities to affect their daily lives. She's also a philanthropist. I can't say that word. Philanthropist. Philanthropist at heart and donates her services to support cancer survivors. She's one of only four certified trainers in Canada. That's super exciting. The CPCP, yes. From the SPCP, which is the Society of Permanent Cosmetic Professionals. She shares her knowledge in scalp micropigmentation internationally since 2012. So she's been a pioneer in this industry, even before scalp micropigmentation was widely known. She is an Emmy Honors makeup and special effects artist. She's been in the industry for 30 years with experience in film. She's an innovator and pioneer behind the manual SMP, which is, again, the scalp micropigmentation and the gentle touch liner. Both techniques were born from circumstance and a clear void that she saw within the industry. And so we'll get into that. But... This is very exciting. In recent news in 2023, she is a Visa grant recipient and she is a strong mentor and inspiration for the beauty professionals around the world. She's created a SMP Essentials training program. It's a six-week interactive online Scott Micropigmentation trainer for beginners and artists uh, that want to continue to grow in their field. She's a respected speaker, judge, and industry OG and she continues to give back by writing educational articles published in the Huffington Post, Fresh Magazine, as well as the Society of Permanent Cosmetic Quarterly, because giving back is her deepest passion. Welcome, Shauna. And I got sirens. <laughs> I know. That's so fun. Usually I would edit that out, but that was actually so perfectly timed that we'll keep it. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. Okay. So, Shauna, here's the thing that the bio really doesn't talk about that. Well, it talks, it touches on it a little bit that you have done makeup for celebrities. You've done film. You've done a lot of things in this industry for a long time. You've seen a lot of trends come and go, right? And so I think I just want to first dive into 
over this, because you've been 30 years to do makeup and be in the makeup industry and then into permanent makeup in 2008, what are the changes that you've seen that have really inspired you? Because you've now pioneered, like you said, these two new techniques in our field. So were there changes that inspired you or how did you put your makeup background into your permanent makeup career? Gosh, this industry, makeup effects changes very drastically, but I would say PMU is even more of an evolving art form than even film is. With film, we're always having to create things new because people want to see exciting new things they've never experienced before. So we have to recreate them and and make that happen. In permanent makeup, I've been able to bring my skills with color and with layering and just the basic techniques of the way I see opposed to my eyes trained as a camera eye. So I interpret color and saturation and depth and all of these things differently than somebody that doesn't have a trained eye. So I think the biggest thing that I've seen over the evolution of the last 15 years in the industry is everything. I've seen more more stress for safety protocols. I see more evolution in the pigments. We've seen evolution in the anesthetics. We've seen evolution in the aftercare. We've seen evolution in the needles and the tools. And all of the training is evolved. So everything, this whole entire industry has just exploded in in the last decade, which has been amazing because in 15 years, when I started in 2008, I saw that this was a dead horse. People weren't doing permanent makeup. You mentioned it. It had such a bad reputation. And I saw that there was really a void that could be utilized if People just broke outside of the box a little bit. We had a very structured, rigid interpretation of what this art form was. And until people started breaking the molds, like myself, did people start to see that, oh, it can be done. And I think the first time that I really started outside of my scalp micropigmentation, the first time I really started, I think, making waves in the industry when I brought in hybrid brow. Back in the day, people said you couldn't do a shadow brow and hair stroke. You couldn't mix the two modalities. You either had to do one or the other. And I noticed from my correction work that I was really needing to have to do this. I was like having to correct and color correct the first layer, but then people always wanted strokes on top. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to start trying this. So again, I would machine in and color correct. And then I would go in after and microblade strokes in. And sure enough, boy, oh boy, wow, look what happened. It came out and I was getting this incredible texture. And then I started layering the colors in. So I was using two, three colors in my hair strokes and creating fluffy brows with these beautiful multi-dimensional strokes back when it wasn't being told. And then people were like, wow, this is great. How did you do that? And of course, being the giving person that I am and wanting to share my knowledge with everybody, I was in every forum telling people, this is how you do it. This is what you do. And I'm just so excited now to see the evolution of that alone. It's been so great now. Look at the brows that we have. We've got W brow, the wow brow, and the pixelated brow has been around for a very long time, but people keep resurging it or re-giving it a new name or create a layering technique that goes up instead of going forward. And then that's their new design. I think that as long as people are working safe and they have the results to show what they're doing, then I think that we have room in the industry to broaden our horizons because every skin is different. 
every person's style is different. And I think the more diverse we are as artists, the more we are able to cater and give the clients the look that they're going for. As far as film, again, I just have to say that just layering and understanding color theory is so incredibly important because the way we see color and the way a camera sees color is very different. And as we age, our cones and our eyes also age and color changes over time. And there's also people out there that are color blind and they're doing this craft. So it's really interesting to see the dynamic and how things have evolved. And I'm excited. I'm just so excited to be a part of this industry. Yeah. And when you think about over the years and you think about how, again, the brows have changed, as you mentioned, and all of the things, is there one part, because you mentioned like the pigments have gotten better, the needles, is there one part that you are even more excited about? Like this, I'm so glad that this has improved. I love it all. I love that the pigments are better, more versatile. I love that we have pigments that hold longer and stay true to color. Now, I love the needles, the evolution that FYT has created with their diverse range of needles, bringing textured needles, variations of tapers, just even bringing cartridge needles into the industry. We had those little T cartridges, but universal cartridges like we have now, it's just been so revolutionary that just the machine, the machines to be able to pop out and pop in a cartridge. It's just been so fabulous and to see this kind of growth so exponentially in such a short amount of time is just mind blowing. Yeah, it truly is. I remember my first machine was, and I still have it, it was Misha Sapphire. It still works, by the way, but it was like the coupler, the needle screw on. There were like so many points, the tip, then there were, you had, I think think like it was like a five pieces just to set it up so yeah so we've definitely come so far and that brings me to scalp because I feel like even though I feel like overall permanent makeup is a baby industry still maybe let's say permanent makeup is probably more of a toddler in that maybe a little older than a toddler but scalp is still like a baby, right? In the yeah. scheme of things. And and yet you've been doing it since uh, 2012, I believe. But I've been sharing since 2012. Got it. Yeah. And so when we look at how much that has changed, what are some changes that you see happening in that specific part of the field? Back when I started, there was absolutely no training for it. So the only way you could get trained is if you bought in with a company and it was like a $40,000 buy-in, I think, at the time. I do believe that Enyo Orso was training in Italy, but back then they didn't have any English interpreters when I had inquired about it. And I think it was about $10,000 for the training back then, but that was it. And then the rest was all just trial and error. And I learned through trial and error. And I made all the mistakes. And that's why my training is so incredibly different is because I have had the evolution through this industry. I just didn't learn from somebody and then start training what they're training. I've learned why I do and why you don't and gone through all the painful hardships as to why the industry now is so successful because of pioneers like myself and Matthew and Jonathan we went through the crap and had to figure it out. It, it's just great now that the training is just so much more comprehensive. I'm still not a fan of this three-day training. I, I still personally don't think that's enough time to learn any modality. 
my SMP course is a minimum six week. You have basically a year to do it, but it's a minimum six weeks because you need the time to absorb the knowledge and to understand the techniques and to practice and get that muscle memory programmed into you. All of that makes so much difference. So I think the training has exponentially evolved, of course. The tools, again, the machines have changed so much. We have better hitting machines now. We have cartridges designed specifically, like needles specifically for SMP. And of course, with the pigments, Permablend was truly the pioneer of bringing an actual stable pigment to our industry. And the SMP world is not very open. I'm going to be very honest. I don't think it's very open-minded to evolution. I think it's very closed-minded and they just try to keep everything very my secrets and keep proprietary. But I think that with time, we can bust that open. We just have to, people have to start understanding that the more knowledge you have, the better artists you're going to be all the way around. I think the pigment very much has changed. Permablend, I know for me, changed the industry. I've been using the line, I think now since about 2016 when they came out. And I just love it. I won't sway from it. It's a fabulous line. It works on all skin types. It's extremely versatile. And yeah, I've just had great success with it. All around, it's just changed. Also, the aftercare has changed. We have things like Cavalon now that we never had before. People bringing that into the industry through trial and error, knowledge, sharing, all of this has made the industry what we are today. I think the openness of the PMU world and people like myself who want to share for the betterment of the industry altogether. I'm not sharing to make a quick buck. I can tell you I'm probably one of the least financially successful artists in the world because I give away so much, but I do this for the loves. I don't do it for the money. If I wanted to make money, I would have stayed in film. I turned down the Twilight trilogy and it would have set me off onto a whole nother universe in my career. I'm just excited that there's so much more to come. Yeah, I know I did. With manual SMP, people never thought, oh, why would you do manual SMP? And I'm like, why not? You can. And especially when you watch, when the industry starts getting all fatigued and everybody's got carpal tunnel and they're all wigging out and they can't work, they're going to be like, well, what's this manual SMP thing? Because I designed it because I can't do this. I can't do this for three hours, four hours. I don't do a lot of actual scalp clients anymore. I do my celebrity clients, which unfortunately I can't promote because they're, they like to be extremely private, but I have a celebrity clientele and I service them. And that's about the only people that I work on now. And then I focus my energy on my students and training my students and giving them quality mentorship that is so needed in this industry. And I really like to do that. But the pain in the shoulder, just by doing this a couple of times, I can already feel it. It's just, it's too much. So creating that manual technique is going to allow people to have an option when they need to give their body a rest. It's going to make a big difference for them when they learn it. Yeah, absolutely. I know I remember one time I had a client for SMP and he was being honored for Boxing Hall of Fame. He actually helped Will Smith with the Ali movie and things like that. But anyways, and so we were, because of this award was coming up, we were, I, I stayed late for his last session. And by the end of that last session, I'm not even kidding you, my whole forearm was numb. 
I think it was like maybe three, four hours. There were some breaks in between, but I couldn't, it was crazy. And that gave me, that scared me. And obviously that was a special case, but it really, it made me realize, wow, how could I do this every day? Which at that point I was starting to think, maybe I could start doing this more often. I had done quite a few, but I was like, hmm. anyways, but yeah, it's such a great point that you ha we have to be mindful of our body. And so yeah. do you want to talk a little bit? You came up with the idea of manual SMP. You did manual permanent makeup back and probably still do. And so you saw this need for that. And also, I think that early on, you were also talking a little bit more about women scalp density, not just for bald men, because it's right. like the industry was more geared towards men. And you were like, yeah. hold up, there is this big need for that. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, yeah. That would be great. Thanks. Thanks, April. Yeah, I think the misconception is that you can only do an SMP on somebody with a shaved scalp. I think that was the problem. And again, it's one of these things until you show that you can do it. Do people believe that it can be done? I was doing scalp for women back in 2013, 2014. And then I came and showed it at the SPCP conference. And so that, of course, just opened up the doors. And now people are like, oh, scalp density for women. We've got that. We can do that. So now that it's being done, there's Ink Barber here in Vancouver, and they are slaying it. They All they do is scalp women, men, day in, day out. I don't even know how many people that they're doing, but they're doing a lot. Because anytime I talk to somebody, it's always, oh, Ink Barber. So that's where everybody's going in Vancouver is to the Ink Barber place. And they do lots of female density and 40% of women suffer from this on a daily basis. And they've got the flocking and the powders and all that. But, but you go outside in the rain here and then you got black dripping down your face or in the hot summer and you're sweating and it's like, it's just, no. So the scalp density, especially with women, because of the hormonal changes that we go through during menopause, we really, the thyroid, all of the hormones are affected and we lose our hair. It, thins out whether we like it or not it just happens and some people it can be very dramatic and with women mostly losing it through their hearts through their center parts there's not a lot of options for them so the scalp density is really absolutely life-changing and no matter who I work on it makes such an incredible difference to their life and it it makes it all worthwhile in the end all the pain and suffering that we go through as artists makes it worthwhile when you can see somebody completely eliminate all their insecurities and walk out the door feeling like a whole new woman. Yeah, absolutely. I've noticed even thinning in my own hair. I've not only thinning, but receding. And it's just like you said, I've always had, I've been on thyroid medicine for quite some time. And I would say that there was some times in the past that I tried to go off my thigh. I made the mistake of trying to go off of my thyroid medicine in a way to be more natural and take some over the counter. And then after a lot of hair fallout, I was like, okay, that was not smart. Let me get back on the medication. <laughs> I, I personally found collagen has been an incredible help for me. My hair was getting quite thin and a client was like, oh, you can keep on collagen. So of course I tried it. I did it for a year, daily collagen, and my hair has completely changed. It is thicker. It is fuller. I definitely notice a difference. But if you have noticeable thinning, 
then you're going to want to, people out there will want to talk to their doctor about getting on an alpha-5 blocker because it's the alpha-5 enzyme in our body that attaches to the follicle and miniaturizes. It basically sucks the nutrients out of the follicle. And then it gets to the point where the follicle miniaturizes to the point where that it no longer has enough life and then it just dies and it will never regrow back. Once a follicle has died, you can never regrow it back. But if it's still small and there and peach fuzz and thin, you can nurture it. It just takes time. But you have to stop that alpha-5 reductus enzyme in the body in order to actually be effective with hair loss. Yeah, I use the protein and collagen in my smoothies. I put that in. But I don't have them every day, so I probably could look for something in between. So here are these two new things that you have, you know, brought to the market and what, I don't want to say mistakes, but what concerns do you have about our industry or things that you see that you are a bit nervous about? In SMP, I would say the two things that I'm most nervous about is lack of safety protocols. It's easy enough. You can go through someone's Instagram and see that they don't have their lights wrapped or their machines properly wrapped. They've just got their grip tape on there and there's no like plastic barrier films there's no barrier covers underneath the heads and i see this with we're talking five-star trainers world-class multi-million sharing all their bling and the stuff on online which is great man if you're gonna make that money and put it all on materialistic things hey power to you but why not focus on buying some barriers that you're gonna put down in your bed and keep your clients safe seriously I see it all the time and you can go through, I could say, I could name five trainers right now that are the top, supposed to be the top of the line. You can go through their Instagram and you can find multiple things that they are cross-contaminating with and it's sad. So that hurts my heart. And I just wish that we could do better than three days of training. I don't think that's acceptable. This is why I created SMP Essentials so badly because I get so many people that contact me on a daily basis where they're have training, but their trainer's not supporting them, or they don't have the fundamental information, and they don't know what they're doing. And it's great that you can pay three days of training, woohoo, and learn a whole new craft. But how can you absorb that into your brain? And there's so much going on in a training facility, and you're in heightened, you know, you go home, and then it's, what did he say? What was that? This, that? So with SMP Essential, it is such an in-depth fundamental training and it's a fundamental training that I based off the CPCP education that you can go in and learn and in depth go into each individual section learn about the nerves learn about the blood vessels learn about the muscle structure learn about the skin structure learn about the proper color theory so many people don't know color theory and it's basic it doesn't need to be complicated it's really simple color theory it's a universal language across every single modality color theory is a universal truth so we know that it doesn't need to be changed it doesn't need to be reinvented it just needs to be understood really basically and so i think we need more in-depth education with more fundamental knowledge so that people can have a very broader range and diversify with their clients because one size does not fit all got it yeah for sure And then switching gears a little bit, you've been around for a long time, and I think there are so many beauty professionals that are 
thinking like, wow, what are your secrets for longevity? Or what are your tips for keeping going and keeping a business going? Any advice that you have on that you'd like to share? Yeah, I do. And I, I'm I, coming from somebody that's taken multiple programs of coaching. Learning everything is amazing, but then you have to implement it. And that's the challenge for me. I'm neurodivergent, meaning I'm dyslexic, PTSD, OCD, and ADHD. So I'm like all over the place. I got zillions of things going on at once. I'm a one woman show and I find it extremely hard to implement it because I'm worrying about my clients. And I've done Google ads and Facebook ads and Instagram ads. And all I find is that it boosts the knowledge of the industry, but it doesn't bring people to me. What brings people to me is my expertise and my client referrals. So if you're in this industry and you're worrying about Google ads and Facebook ads, definitely take the knowledge that you need. Take the courses so you can understand your business. But where I've really focused my time and energy is on the clients that walk through my door. Those are the people that are paying my bills. Those are the people that I focus my energy on. So I do follow-up calls with them. I check in to see how they're doing. I get them to send me photos. I monitor their work. I have them come back for a checkup. I send a thank you card. All of these things are important. You need to make that one person that walks through your door feel like the most important person in the world. And for me, it's easy because working with A-list celebrities like Meg Ryan and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Brian Reynolds, I understand the individuality that is required for each person to feel nurtured and heard and understood. And when you can give that to your clients and they come in with a mangled brow and you can give them some kind of hope and then they walk out with a beautiful brow, they will be your client for life. So I would say nurture the ones that you have. If you're in the business and you're starting new, do referral network with hairdressers. That's been the best for me personally in the business as far as referral partners. Plastic surgeons are great, but it's very hard to get in with doctors and surgeons. So hairdressers and barbers, keep that as your focus. And just give them, even take a route, make a little card on Vistaprint with your name and your business and so forth and drop a few of them off and tell them that for every you can even give a half price or a discount to the artists that are in the actual salon so that they will come to you and then they will talk for you and advertise. Yeah. Great. And so what do you wish that you would have known? What would you tell your younger self? Oh, don't jump off the cliff without a parachute. <laughs> no. I've had a really hard time being neurodivergent. I didn't I don't understand a lot when it comes to business. Numbers are not my friend. I've only recently started to understand what a profit and loss sheet is, and I'm 15 years into the business. I think my best advice would be, one, get a solid fundamental foundation education with a reputable FPCPCPCP trainer. First off, make sure that you go to a qualified trainer to get your training. And then two, take some kind of a business course. Have business knowledge behind you. Take a course so that you know how to read your financials and you understand the business aspects to it because we're not just artists. 
we are entrepreneurs and that includes being a business owner as well. And as much as I hate that part of it, it's not my friend at all. I just want to be an artist and just innovate. My ideal job, I think, would be to work for a company and create new products and new techniques and new equipment. And that's where I'm an inventor mind. So that's where I would like to be personally. But I love my clients and I love being able to give them the confidence and give them the feeling of self-esteem and feel sexy in their skin again. That, that's amazing. I just, yeah, I love it so much. I love this industry so much. I'm so passionate about it. I can just talk forever. <laughs> no, I love that you're passionate about it. And so one final question, but before I do the final question, just tell everyone where they can find you, what you have coming up, anything that you are excited about, want to promote, things like that. You can find me at beautyinc.ca. So I didn't buy the .com because a hairstylist had already bought it. So I bought beautyinc.ca. <laughs> so you can get me there at beautyinc.ca. And I'm super, super excited. I've got some things in the pipe. As I do Gentle Touch Liner, thank you very much for that name. I will give you credit always for that. So Gentle Touch Liner was born and it is uh, my manual technique for doing eyeliner. This is a cross. It's a combo between the Linda Dixon slope concept and the tap and poke concept. So I've hybrid. It's a hybrid technique, manual hybrid technique. And I'm super excited because I have more innovations coming. I'm in the works of building some things right now. And I don't want to talk because I have learned from the industry. When you tell people you're sh they will just feel it and build it for themselves. So I am keeping it close under wraps, but I have some very exciting things coming. Please be at the FPCP conference this fall for October. Anybody out there, new members or people that are new to the industry, please come and meet me at the FPCP conference so that I can personally show you this amazing innovation that I am bringing to the market. I am very excited about it. So yeah, I'm excited. That's where I'm at right now. It's just bringing more things, trial and error, finding what I need and going from there. Is that going to be the reveal, Shauna? Are you going to have a booth there or what? No, I just, I can't, nothing's been released yet. So I have to, I can't say anything, but there'll be some information there. How's that? That's going to be the reveal. Yeah. I'd like to hope to reveal it. I'm just waiting on the manufacturers. Once I have the actual product in my hand, then I will be happy to share it with the world. So we know that new things are coming out for that. We'll keep our eyes peeled for training tools and all kinds of magic that's coming with that. You also have the scalp, which you mentioned that training is always available and you gave your website name and I think you gave your socials too, but you want to say that one more time? Yeah. So I'm on, at Beauty 8. I'm the original. So at Beauty 8, B-E-A-U-T-Y-I-N-K, black with the name in it. And training, I do one-on-one -on -one personal training. I feel that is the best way to train. I have, of course, done large groups at the conferences you've seen for anywhere from 100 to 300 people. So I have no problem training in large groups, but I really want to focus my training on either travels to train, you know, a group of artists at a business and do that type of thing or do one-on-one -on -one training. 
plus the FMP Essentials is FMP Essentials on Teachable. And uh, that is the six-week fundamental program that you have a year. Most of my students take anywhere between six weeks and six months to complete it. But you will be very confident at the end with doing scalp micropigmentation, which is great. Plus, I mentor you for the life of your class. The manual FMP I teach via Zoom. That's a Zoom class that I teach because I have to have that one-on-one interaction with the person. And I do that all online and that's private as well. And then my manual liner, so gentle touch liner, I teach that also. So there's pretty much the only things that I don't teach are lips and the stardust, the powder brow, because I'm just not able to do that. But I can pretty much do all techniques manually. So I've done lips manually. I've done areolas manually. I've done it all, but some things are better and some things aren't. For manual, I definitely like doing the eyeliner. That's my favorite because I really have control and it's super fast. I have control with people and especially with people who have Parkinson's or Tourette's or tremors and you can really hold their head down. I find when you've got the machine, they just get really waked out because they're coming at you. When you've got the gentle touch liner and there's no machine and no sound and it's just you and this little tool, no wrapping, no, it's just so easy. It's great. Yeah. So good. Okay, guys, check out Shauna. She's a wealth of knowledge. So my final question for you is what brings you joy? Bringing happiness to others. That's my biggest joy. That's why I like to help people so much. It just it feeds my soul. It's what I was put here on this planet to do is to help people. However I can do it to whether it's opening a door to help a lady with her groceries and make her life a little easier or pull over by the side of the car and help out someone with their spare tire. I'm fearless. I'm not afraid to die. I just want to do things. To, I just actually helped save a woman's life two weeks ago on the bus who had a cardiac arrest and pulled over on the side of the street and helped her. We revived her. So it was, I just, it's just part, it's who I am. Some people call me an earth angel and I'll take that title if I have to. (laughs) I won't stop giving and I won't stop helping and I won't stop enriching the lives of people that I touch every day. So good. Awesome. Thank you, Shauna, for being here. Guys, check her out and we will see you next time. Well, thank you, April. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for all the awareness you bring for our artists. Thank you for all the mentorship that you bring to our industry. And thank you for being a, a beacon of hope and a guiding light for artists out there that need the direction. So thank you for everything that you do for our industry as well. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Okay, that wraps our episode. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Have a magical day. And my DM is always open. You can always direct message me on Instagram. You talk to me personally live. I'll be there to assist you. And if I can't, I will refer you to somebody that can. So bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.